Hello, and welcome to Guides to the Unknown. I'm Kristen. I'm William. And we are back to spook you out, cool you out, have a little fun, chill you out. How are we going to cool them out? Uh, <laughs> be cool. <laughs> be cool out there yeah. in radio land. Yeah. Or video land. Right, either or. I don't want to discriminate against the video of people. Not. Of course not. Of course not. Thank you for looking at our beautiful faces. All right. I want to waste no time. Yep. Totally. Dive Let's in. do it. We're going to jump right to two sentence horror stories. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just take it easy. All right. All right. <laughs> Sorry. I'm in a weird mood tonight. I am too, apparently. I've, I've been a busy little bee. Yeah. I'm a little sleepy. Yeah. No, me too. Right? Me too. I had a really, really just busy, busy work day. Yeah. And I thought that I was going to be tired and cranky and weirdly the opposite seems to have happened i feel good yeah i feel good like i feel very but, chill I, yeah. I enjoy doing i mean i enjoy doing shows yeah i enjoy doing this show as do i but there's also no denying that my energy levels right just they're just they're they're draining right they're off the map sure. Kristen, at the moment uh people if you're Below watching us map. on youtube you might notice a little different in the video mm-hmm. set there's not so much stuff behind us yeah uh that's because i think as we mentioned in previous episodes i'll be moving soon yep not so soon that I need to have everything I own in boxes just yet. Right. But I've been doing it anyway. You're getting ahead of the game. I am. I'm ahead just of the game. Just don't get too far ahead where I, you're like, my toothbrush. I you know. know. I was yeah. just, I was talking to Allie though and I was like, I have, I just don't have, I don't exist in the gray at all. I'm, uh-huh. al- I'm always one extreme. Yeah. So it's like, if I'm going to be packing, yeah. I'm going to be packing all the time. Yeah. I will not stop. Yeah. Until it's done. Yeah. Or I'll sit down and play Tony Hawk for 12 hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, I get that. Like, it's, it's one or the other. I totally get that. There's not a healthy mix. <laughs> yes. That's so. something I really fight for in myself, oh, that I mix. I love it. Yeah. Lo- can you, you can have it. What it would be like if you lived in between those extremes at all times? I try. Oh. Boy. You can you can you can put some semblance of that into there. I'll be the best at it. <laughs> it's mostly for me not procrastinating because then I don't have the extreme of doing nothing or being like, oh my god, I have to do everything. Yeah. So true. I've been trying to be ahead of the game with things a little bit more lately, even when I'm like, well, I don't have to. I'm like, yeah, I don't have to, but yeah. maybe I should. I guess, but even that is like, I'm trying to be ahead of the game on packing, yeah. which throws me in the extreme of true. pack everything. Yes, you know what I mean? True. Yeah. So it's even the yeah. preparedness thing. I'll right. go ham on being prepared. Yeah, totally. Like it's 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 ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh well, anyway, whatever. Yeah. Let's go ham on some horror. Let's do it. Ham horror. <laughs> That's a sh- subgenre. Yeah. <laughs> like K horror, ham yeah. horror. Um, all right, I'm gonna pick one at random from cool. this stack of two sense horror stories. Okay. This is uh here we go. This is written by MC Williams from Myths Your Teacher Hated. I always said my kids would be the death of me as I watched my daughter's tiny hand clutch the bloody knife. I never thought it would be so literal. Ooh, murderous kid. Cool. All right. Mine is from Gerard Ryan from The Story Relived. Oh, it's another kid thing. Um... Every year on my deceased daughter's birthday, I would hear 10 light footsteps on the stairs and no more. She reminds me every year of the place I dropped her. I like that one. When I read that, I reread it, and then I wrote it on that card. I like that one a lot. Yeah, that's a good one. A punishment. Yeah. A punishment for for the, I I guess, accidental death of that kid, but still. A punishment. That's what I would say, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, that actually... Kind of uh, uh, segues into my topic pretty well, Kristen. Perfect. Because I'm going to be talking about, uh, well, uh, kind of a ghost. Okay. Kristen, what do you know off the top of your head? Okay. Before I start giving you some theoretical nitty gritty information. Yeah. Yeah. About poltergeists. That they are ghosts that like can kind of move objects and stuff like that. Like they can affect the physical world. Okay. okay. Yeah. Would you go any further than that? That's your definition. I yeah. I guess that's my definition. Okay. Yeah. Well, Kristen, guess what? You're halfway right. Okay. Yeah. They are entities that can interact with the physical world in yeah. some way. Uh huh. Opening cabinets, knocking things off walls. Yeah. Even if they get strong enough, killing someone. Oh boy. But poltergeists are not ghosts. Oh. As I learned. Oh, okay. In much of my research, I've got a few sources, one of which I'm going to lean particularly heavy on this okay. week. Uh, is it Craig T. Nelson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Poltergeist is such a good movie. Oh, I know. It's like the best. It's one of the best horror movies it ever. It totally made. is. I love it. Yeah. Um, 
it was often repeated that poltergeists are not the the spirits of dead people or uh-huh. animals or things at all. Uh-huh. They are not, uh, you know, based on the living necessarily. Well, that's even a weird phrasing. They kind of are. So they're like demons or something? No, like not they were even never that. okay. No, like they are almost imprints of psychic energy. Oh, I have heard that. Yeah. I have heard that. Yeah. So like, so like there could be like a wily teenager or something and they're causing poltergeist like activity, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of the sources say that poltergeist Hormonal. activity surrounds specifically teenage girls. Right. Right. I primarily. have heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, so yeah, it's not as if it's like the ghost of, and I'm going to say this because uh, a very famous poltergeist case yeah. was the Enfield poltergeist. Yeah. Uh, which is the subject of the movie The Conjuring 2. Mm-hmm. Bill Wilkinson mm-hmm. was said to be his name. Yeah. And he was talking like this through a little That's girl. a good movie. I enjoy that movie. Yeah. My research in Poltergeist really made me want to watch yeah. Poltergeist. Yeah. Um, Paranormal Activity, which I never really yeah. enjoyed, but it made me want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I only saw it once, and I, I don't remember what I thought about it, to tell you the truth. I think I, didn't, I think I didn't love it. Yeah, I remember not really loving it. My love of Blair Witch, though, has me being like, I should give it another try. Yeah, sure. I remember the ending being a big deal scary thing that I didn't find that scary. And then do you remember spoilers for Paranormal Activity? Do you remember there was a video that you and I found online that we thought was so funny about the end of Paranormal Activity? It was like Uh, a dinosaur that came into the the room. I don't know if it still exists, but it's like uh, the Paranormal Activity ghost caught on film. Yeah. Like you can actually see the monster in a few frames. Yeah. And it shows the bedroom from Paranormal Activity. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. It's the bedroom yeah. of the couple in that movie. And then all of a sudden this black shape <laughs> enters the frame and it's a tiny T-Rex. He <laughs> <laughs> walks around the room and disappears and the video ends. And I think it was that like part of the scary thing in the actual movie was that the bed sheets blew up. Yeah. I think they made the T-Rex's tail move so it oh, blew really? the bed sheets up or That's something. Awesome. Yeah. Uh yeah, but so I uh I've been in my research finding out that like no, like the way it's depicted in movies and stuff. Yeah. Henry Kane from Poltergeist, uh-huh. another one of the most amazing horror villains of all time. Yeah. Uh not a good depiction of a poltergeist. Wait a sec. It, I, I just don't remember who. What do we know about Henry Kane and Poltergeist? Oh, Kristen, Kristen, Kristen. Real, 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 real quick. Oh my. Goodness. All right, let's just calm down. Uh, Henry Kane is one of the scariest things I've ever seen on film, and it's a very sad story. Oh, then I know what you're talking about. I thought you were referring to there being like a backstory to the main to the entity in the first movie, Poltergeist, and that its name was Henry Kane. I thought it, that it is. Oh, it it's is played by a man named like Julian Beck, I think something like that. Oh, Henry Kane Poltergeist. Um, so then you're not referring to wait. What? Yeah, we are talking about the same thing. The yeah, priest the or whatever. Thing. Yes. Oh, but he. Okay. Tell me. I, I guess I didn't remember that he has something to do with. He's the bad guy in the first one, kind of? Yes. Uh, I think that it's sort of retconned. Poltergeist 1, spoilers for Poltergeist, yeah. Poltergeist 2. Uh-huh. Um, Poltergeist ends with them, like, that's the movie, for those of you who aren't, like, horror film buffs, whatever, mm-hmm. very iconic image of a little yeah. girl with blonde hair, mm-hmm. her name's Carol Ann Freeling, mm-hmm. kneeling in front of a TV that's playing only static and a ghostly hand reaching yeah. out. I think that's the poster or something. Yeah. So, I think it's. I think the poster is actually her just like on the TV like that. Oh, maybe. Yeah. And in that movie, she there's like a bunch of activity. There is a pretty cool depiction of a poltergeist in it where the family is just like uh, they've moved into a new home yeah. in the suburbs. And then one day the the mom is home and she notices that the chairs are scooting around the living room. Yeah. Or she like turns around. The living the, the the kitchen looks normal. Yeah. She turns around, this is all in one shot. She's on the phone or something, turns around, camera follows her, pans back to the kitchen, and all the chairs are stacked on yeah. each other just perfect. Yeah, it's so good. And then she is really excited about it and she yeah. shows her husband, Craig T. Nelson, yeah. when he gets home. Coach. If you put a chair in this particular spot, it'll whoop. Yeah. Zip, zoom across the room and they treat it like, isn't this exciting and weird? I know, which is so weird and great though. Pretty decent yeah. uh, depiction of what a poltergeist is. Mm. But like that's almost the max of the yeah. abilities of a poltergeist. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, by the end of that movie, you've mm-hmm. been sucked into another realm and yeah. there's a monster called the Beast, I think, mm-hmm. that like is this big, gross, goopy, underwater looking yeah. face monster. Yeah, it's gross. In the sequel, they retcon and say that that was Henry Kane. Oh, okay. You know, I, I've i seen the first Poltergeist like a million times. I I think I've only seen the sequel like a couple of times. I didn't remember that. Oh, it is so worth seeing. Yeah. Only for the fact that 
little Carol Ann is out in the world. Yeah. And an old timey Quaker looking priest walks up to her and he's like, where's your mother? Yeah. That is freaky. And then shows up at their house later and it's raining out. Yeah. And he's talking to Craig D. Nelson going like, I just wanted to talk to you, little girl. Mm-hmm. And it's this man, Julian Beck is the actor's name. And his, he's gaunt, mm-hmm. thin. And by the time the conversation's over, which is not going well, he's going, yeah. you're going to die in there. You're all going to die. <laughs> that I remember very well. So frightening. Yeah. Like freaking me out talking about it now. Yeah, it's really, yeah. Part of the like poltergeist curse as they talk about it. And I'm sure we'll do like another movies curse episode yeah. someday. But uh, that man died of mm-hmm. cancer before filming was finished. Yeah. So he dies midway production and they had to figure out what are we going to do in the finale now? And they came yeah. up with like a goopy yeah. monster thing. But like, I mean, it's one of those, uh, you know, upsettingly real things of having somebody who's actually terminally yeah. ill on film. You know, it feels a little bit like Twin Peaks, the log lady. Yeah. Who died mm-hmm. during the production of season three or maybe just after she finished her season. I think so. Yeah. Season three of Twin Peaks. And it's, it's effective. Yeah. You know, totally. like if you believe in like the art of filmmaking and mm-hmm. everything to create this, this product that makes you feel something. Yeah. Wow. Is it. I guess kind of like, honestly, like if you're somebody who's up for that and comfortable with it, it's kind of like use what you got. Yeah. Like if you're, if, if you're somebody an, who's okay with, and, with yeah. that, that you can use your physicality. That's unfortunately the result of illness. Yeah. Th- I guess why not? You yeah, know, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I feel like there are probably arguments to be made about the filmmakers being like, well, we're willing to take advantage of the fact that you're comfortable with it. Right. You know, it's situation by situation. I'm yeah, sure. I guess. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Henry Kane. Yeah. Oh, I know that, that movie Poltergeist two is not great from there. Yeah. But wow. Is it worth watching for oh. like that? Scene yeah. Alone. That scene's in, it's crazy. If you yeah. see it, you'll never forget it. No, that's for damn sure. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Uh, what my research showed me and I, I'm going to take it all the way back to the mm-hmm. beginning now. Take me home. Raj. Yeah. The word poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Kristen. Yeah. It comes from Poltergeist. The, it comes from the German. <laughs> Poltergusten. <laughs> comes from the German words poltern, uh-huh. which is to make a sound or okay. to rumble, mm-hmm. and geist, mm-hmm. which means ghost, oh, cool. spirit. So it literally translates to noisy ghost. Yeah. Rumble ghost. Yeah. Something like rumble that. Rumble ghost. Yeah. I'm a rumble ghost. That sounds ghost. like a good movie. Yeah. But even still, ghost is kind of a misnomer because yeah. ghost implies that it's the spirit of a deceased right. person. Poltergeist is just an energy. Right. Perhaps a psychic energy. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> a good example of uh, a, a depiction of him, though, mm-hmm. also, Kristen. Yeah. Peeves the poltergeist, Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Drop that Harry Potter reference. Yeah. A kaboom. A kaboom. Don't worry, guys. Now, J.K. Rowling has apparently said that even though Peeves the poltergeist looks like he's like a little impish man, yeah. she has said he was never alive. That was not a human. Oh, So cool. it seems like she is like, yeah, poltergeists are not people. Yeah, yeah. He's somehow this like energy, yeah. chaotic energy, whatever. And the so fact good. that he's always dropping stuff yeah. is like he's literally a noisy ghost. Yeah, yeah. Which awesome. is kind of cool. Yeah. All right. So we talked about it a little bit. Uh huh. It seems like sometimes poltergeist activity focuses around a single person. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> now, <laughs> so it seems like it might be a form of psychokinesis. Yeah. Perhaps literally, if it's around these teenagers, maybe they're actually moving things like telekinetically with right. their mind. Right. That we see as obviously, I mean, yeah. Anybody would see as being supernatural, I guess. Yeah. Telekinetic ability is supernatural. Wasn't there something, Will? It's going to be, I'm so sorry if, the, if you don't know what it is, it's going to be like an annoying reference. I don't know if it was on this show or something, but it was talking about the fact that like psychokinesis is like a documented scientific phenomenon. It was mentioned Does that like ring a bell? passing. Yeah. It was one of those things where it was like on Wikipedia. They were like, now banshees aren't real, but um, obviously, I mean, telekinesis. Yeah. It was something anyway. like, yeah, it was not, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I found this quote though, by a skeptical, this is how it was called on Wikipedia. Yeah. Skeptical investigator, uh-huh. Joe nickel. Oh, I came. Ac- Damn. What was I doing? I came across him in another thing. Maybe an eagle-eared listener will know. Yeah, I remember maybe. talking Let about him and saying his name. He was part of like like the Skeptical Something Institute or Society. I think it was like SCI. Oh, CSI? CSI, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We had all those CSI jokes. Yeah. Uh, tell us the connection. Yeah, I, don't, I really don't remember which one that was, but I remember Joe Nickel. Yeah. He's all over the place. So he said this. In the typical poltergeist outbreak, small objects are hurled through the air by unseen forces. Furniture is overturned or other disturbances occur. 
usually just what could be accomplished by a juvenile trickster determined to plague credulous adults. Nice. Which is the kind of skeptical yeah. thing that I love that is like, yeah. oh, it's so funny that it seems like oh, things that a teenager would do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Who's been throwing marshmallows? Yeah. <laughs> Timmy. Timmy. Wait. Who ate this entire roll of Nestle Tollhouse cookie dough? Will? <laughs> it was ghost. <laughs> I think a ghost did it. Uh, I'm surprised there wasn't a ton of poltergeist activity in our house. <laughs> oh, there was. As soon as we didn't catch up sandwiches, must have been a ghost. Oh. Nope. It was Will at 10, 11, and 12. <laughs> gross. I wish I could blame um, so the hole in the so wall gross. Um, in my room on a poltergeist and not me throwing my platform boot at the wall because oh my God. mom wouldn't let me sleep over at a boyfriend's house. Multiple holes in a wall because of you. Can you I slam know. a shoe into a wall too? That's what, that's what I just said. No, not in your bedroom. I guess in the, remember on the staircase? No, it was my elbow. It was your elbow? You elbowed a hole in the wall? Yeah. How old do you think you were? It was something relating to Middlesex County College. So, oh, so I not, was not a teenager. No. Damn. Well, that I mean, means that you were out of the poltergeist age between, range. <laughs> no, I mean, somewhere between 18 and like 21. All right. Let's say it was 18 because then technically yeah. you could be one of the young women that attracted a poltergeist. Yeah. All right. Did it Did it inhabit my body and force me to do that? <laughs> Who's to say? Yeah. You All know I know is you can't I'm, be blamed. I would say I'm very willing to go with that yeah. because that's not my fault then. Of course. Um, another version of the poltergeist is the wrath. Mm-hmm. Version. Ooh. When a person dies in a powerful rage at the time of death, that person is believed to come back to fulfill that vengeance. So then it is a ghost, right? This is the yeah. only okay. time I ever saw this reference. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, totally. But literally every other thing that I read is like a poltergeist is not a person. Yeah. So yeah. I want to consolidate everything I read. 100%. But this is like way the minority. William, 100%. Although I will say the reason that I even thought of poltergeists was I was watching a guy on YouTube goes by the name of Chills. Mm-hmm. I was watching. He was making like a bunch of like top 10 scary things that have happened on film. Top uh-huh. 10 scary things that have been, you know. Picked up on a nanny cam. Whatever. Yeah. And one of the things was somebody saying that they had a ghost in their house and they were filming a TV that's wobbling mm-hmm. and then filming their fridge door opening and closing on its own. Uh-huh. And it was like, you know, the ghost stuff that like yeah. they're, the realist ghost video. I say this being one of the two hosts on like a paranormal show. Yeah. If there is real footage of a real ghost, uh-huh. I will watch it and go, that's fake. I know. It's just so hard to believe unless you I see it live. Oh, you know what I, I mean? Like I it's. I know. Yeah. But so I was watching this fridge open and close. Yeah. And I was thinking about that guy from Ghost. Yeah. Who, uh, Buggy Ding Dong. That freaky penny guy. Yeah. Yeah. Buggy Ding Dong. You know what I'm talking about, right? I completely know who you're talking about. You know yeah. what Buggy Ding Dong is? No. No? No. <laughs> I just know that that seems like somebody who would be Buggy Ding Dong. That's his, that's the name, that actor, the scary ghost in the subway. Yeah. From Ghost. Uh-huh. Plays a character named Buggy Ding Dong. In Death to Smoochie. Oh, I thought you were just saying that because he's bug-eyed. I thought you were just saying a funny name. No, but I guess that was a perfect name for that. Probably, actor, yeah. yeah. So he teaches Patrick Swayze how to scoot pennies around in the yeah. subway. Yeah, Which is basically like a ghost yeah. who, in all my researches, everyone's being like, it can't be a ghost. Ghosts are passive. They don't hurt you. Uh-huh. So it's like a ghost learning how to become poltergeist. Yeah, yeah, like moment. harnessing all of their energy to shoot it at something. Yeah, yeah. but then eventually, or I think it's like right away, Buggy yeah. Ding Dong goes like, Stay out of my train. Yeah. Used to scare the hell oh, out of me, me as a kid. Too. That is a scary movie. That and then obviously the end where. Um, Those dark spirits. The dark spirits. And when the president from Scandal gets like impaled. Yeah. Oh, oh really freaky movie. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But and good. Really heartfelt. Molly, you in danger, girl. Strong tell- story of, of love. Yeah. And yeah, of course. Breaks all boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Between them and that lump of clay. Yeah, between Demi That's... Moore and Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> God, yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I was thinking about that guy because I was watching this YouTube video of a fridge door opening and closing and being yeah. like, ah, oh, it's stupid. But then put that in the context of a ghost that's like, Nobody notices me. I know. Just like slamming a door. Oh man, that is freaky. Isn't that scary? That's actually really scary. It it started to freak me out. Like thinking about it, like in the context of Buggy Ding Dong, that is actually really scary. Or even like forget Buggy Ding Dong. (laughs) Well, no, but like this, like that kind of thing. Like you're like harnessing all of the energy you can just to make it shoot out somehow. That is so freaky. There's this ghost that it can't. So frustrated. Cannot hurt you, but it's ever present, and it's just being like. 
who are these people in my house? And it's just getting so mad. And it's just like, I can do this. Yeah. Like, and just like, I'm going to get someone's attention. Yeah. Like that's so that's scary. Really scary. It was, it was creeping me out thinking about it. Sitting yeah. in like the light of day. Watching yeah. A YouTube video. Yeah. So weird. I know. That's really strange. But anyway, that's I not will what tell a poltergeist you, I, d- I don't, I don't think, but I had a moment today where I got weirded out and creeped out. I got a little chill at my spine um, at work because, and I don't, I mean, I don't know. There must be some explanation, but um, <laughs> maybe it's that we're <laughs> just like two grown up children. <laughs> we scare ourselves with our own minds all the time. All the time. Could it be that? Maybe. <laughs> um, so where my office is in the morning, the sun is like really beaming in. It, it gets like really bright and like blinding. Like on the Raisin brand box. Yes, it's shooting right at me. So I close the blinds usually in the morning when I come in and I put them back up later in the day, like when the sun isn't like glaring as hard. And I always have the blinds down, like drawn like yours. And today, like I had them down and then um, somebody asked me something. I went back in the room and it was just, it was strange. I don't even know why I looked at them. I looked at them and they were um, not closed. Like the blinds were down, but they were where you could see outside. And I was like, that's I yeah, never no way have I them. Done that. Yeah. I never have them like that. It was yeah. it was very weird. Just enough to imply that there's someone else there. It was really it was really strange. It's it's even strange crawled. that I looked at them. Like I never paid attention. I looked and I was like, what? Well, the <laughs> fact that, that you noticed it all probably means that you're like, well, I didn't do that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, on a subconscious it was level, like, there's something notable over there. Yeah, kind. Yeah, I guess so. It was know? really weird. I I don't know what. I don't know what. So now I'm going to jump to uh, all this stuff I learned from ghostlyactivities.com. Sweet. Which I think I'm just going to add to like my favorites. Yeah. That's like me with uh, Haunted Connecticut. Or no, Damned Connecticut. I'm very into Damned Connecticut. Damned Connecticut? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, sh- I shared it on uh, our Facebook recently that I, I love looking at Damned Connecticut now. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that yeah. out. So uh, they have the five stages of a poltergeist haunt. Uh-huh. Ooh. They've like scientifically broken it yeah. down. Yeah. Sweet. Stage one is called the dormant or passive uh-huh. phase. Uh, a bunch of like easily dismissible things happen. You know, something falls off a shelf. Like your blinds being yeah. a different way. Good example. <laughs> yeah. Like suddenly like the blinds are just weird. And you're like, did yeah. I do that? Did I do that? Did I do that? That's what I said. Or sometimes maybe you might notice like cold spots. Mm-hmm. It's a little cold over here. I'm more inclined to notice warm spots. Yeah. Oh, there's like a, oh my God, there must be a poltergeist nearby. There's a warm spot in this pool. Really? Where? <laughs> Let me feel. Oh, that's so weird. That must have been, yeah, probably a ghost of that. Uh, hey guys, I'm really God. scared. Can we go inside? No, get out of the warm spot. Can we just go inside? <laughs> I don't know what did that. <laughs> oh, uh, God. Then it might move to stage two, where it's the obvious or detectable mm-hmm. phase. Cold spots increase. Maybe it's now an entire room. Yeah. Just, wow, the, for whatever reason, the front room is very cold. Yeah. Unexplainable uh, light cuts and scratches on furniture. Ooh, that's freaky. Yeah. Why is that so specifically freaky? But it is. Because it, it implies that yeah. somehow there's this like, ang- it's hard to not personify a poltergeist, even yeah. if it's supposed to be like psychic energy that's outside of a, a conscious right. mind. Yeah. It just it connotates a hand just like angry, like out of control, just like being like, I'm going to, I got to hurt something. I've got to. I also feel like the fact that it's on your furniture, like somewhere where you kind of like flop down and chill out. That's been like invaded. Yeah. I you know? hate this because it's associated with you yeah. or something. Yeah. Ah. Um, pets. May start to avoid the targeted person. Who? Yeah, they don't want to come near me anymore because there's a poltergeist around me. Oh my god! Okay. All right, stage... could it have anything to do with our dogs barking at corners that have nothing in them? It does, Kristen. Okay. It does indeed. That comes in stage. Oh, that came in stage one. And okay, I didn't mention it. Yeah, dogs looking into a dark corner and growling, looking off in the distance and just barking. Yeah, like how sometimes. Our dog wakes up in the middle of the night and we'll just be growling at the door. Yeah. And I immediately go like, there's someone in my house. Oh, God. That would, as as you know, that would freak me right out. Call the cops instantly. All the time. (laughs) In in this house, we have a sliding bolt. Uh-huh. On our bedroom door, like the yeah. lock isn't the 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 doorknob. Yeah, it's a sliding like deadbolt yeah. kind of thing, and it always feels like every I lock every door. <laughs> I know that's crazy to me. <laughs> if we go into a hotel, like the first thing I do is I close the door, I flip all the. Oh, bolts, I do that. I the slider on the door, I lock everything that. Can it's lock. weird to me that you lock yourself in your bedroom. Oh God, yeah, yeah, it's a panic room. Yeah. A bedroom is just a panic room. Any room I'm in is a panic room. <laughs> I'm about to say, a to panic room is whatever, wherever you make it. It's true. Really? Yeah. But like the act of sliding a deadbolt yeah. only has the feeling of being like, all right, 
we'll sh- we're sealed in till dawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, there's a timed lock on this. Until the rooster crows, the store's not opening. I think I would be um, interested in doing this, but I go to the bathroom like twice a night. It'd be really annoying. No, well, just go to the bathroom in bed. Oh, right. Warm spot. <laughs> <laughs> Combat those cold spots. <laughs> Found another cold spot. Kristen, don't! <laughs> Come on, let's go outside. Let's go outside. Let's go outside. Like when you see your dog walking funny, and you, know, you know that something's happening. And you're like, "Whoa, Molly, you don't usually walk like John Wayne." Oh, let's go outside. Come on, Molly, let's go outside. <laughs> when dogs are gonna throw up, and they're doing that like run, that run, like every step they take, they're like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, it's okay. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Hurry. Come on. Hurry. And you're trying to be cool, but also move real fast. Get them like, to a non carpet oh, surface. Oh, oh. <laughs> sounds like the electric slide is playing. You know that? Wait, what do you mean? It sounds like the electric slide. Is <laughs> they playing. walk when dogs are about to throw up. They walk like it's like do the hustle. <laughs> but it doesn't sound like the electric slide is playing. <laughs> It does in here. Okay. I thought there was some <laughs> noise. I the electric the slide on my mind. I thought like what was what you were referring to, and I was like, when is that in the electric slide? No, that sounds more like dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stage four. No, wait. Let's go to stage yeah. three. Increased object moving activity. Uh, this is when everything's basically just like going nuts. We've got a ghost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like when you're like, oh, <laughs> there's no more doubt here. Like yeah. something fell off the shelf. Could be anything. Could be yeah. a, a weird a southern wind I guess in it's my when, house. I guess it's when all of your chairs are stacked onto each other in yeah, an impossible exactly. way. Appliances are turning off and on on their own. Doors and windows are slamming open and shut. Man, you have to keep resetting the clocks on all your stuff. You're Ugh. starting to get light scratches on your body. Uh, some of them might be deep enough to bleed. Ugh. But somehow that's even like worse that it's not. Yeah. It's a, that this weak thing is just I like going to hurt you somehow. Oh, like, God. Like, maybe not Vald- too bad, I, but I'm I will. I'm trying to do it. Like Voldemort just like conjuring up some of his strength, but he doesn't really have enough when he's in that disgusting baby form. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, stage four. Why do we naturally talk about Harry Potter? I really. It's like a reflux. Like, I not know. trying to shoehorn it in. We learned about it at a very formative age. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, like, when we're old, <laughs> kids are going to be like, I know grandpa, it's like Harry Potter. Yeah. We get it. I, it's, it's weird. Orange juice and petunia. We know. <laughs> anyway, stage four individual is now heavily targeted by the podcast. Uh-huh. Um, usually a teen adult. Suffering some form of emotional distress, probably not getting any better because yeah. of this. Uh, it's starting to throw objects at this person. God. It may not even be throwing stuff that's heavy enough to hurt. Yeah. But it's just like constantly, like basically bullying. So human. is it always that it is the the poltergeist is targeting the person who manifested it, not like maybe somebody who they're mad at or something? I don't know. There, yeah. there are some of the things that I said or like, uh, that I read here mm-hmm. are basically saying that there's, there's, there's no way of knowing why this happens. Yeah. And honestly, sometimes like the person just ages out of it and it goes uh-huh. away and they're like, well, yeah, we have no idea why that was happening. Yeah. And since it's not a, a, a spirit, yeah. since it's some sort of a psychic mm-hmm. energy or whatever, mm-hmm. it's not like it can ever even, you can't talk to it with a Ouija board. Yeah. They say using a Ouija board makes it worse. I don't really, this is where the line starts to blur yeah, again I where mean, I'm like, yeah. If it's not a ghost, like yeah, how, then you like why? Talk to it anyway, yeah, it doesn't have. Does it not have like consciousness, really? Exactly. Like, yeah. But they're like, yeah, it makes it worse. But also, like, it can't talk to you, so it can't even explain to you why it, it's targeting you. Maybe it has enough consciousness to know it doesn't like you trying to Mess invade it. its space. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, I find that a little frustrating, though. Yeah. To like, it, it, there's something really freaky about the idea of being like you can't reason with it. It's like a, an animal that makes it like jaws, totally. where it's like you know. It's just hungry. Like, yeah. This is just what it does. Right. It's just so coming. Just deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, now we get to stage five, the last stage. Uh-huh. This is like high alert. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, what is this called? Ghostlyactivities.com just says, get out of the house. Oh, man. Get out of there. Yeah. Uh, the poltergeist is now powerful enough to kill. Ugh. Everyone is at risk. Yeah. Uh, most at risk is that targeted person. Yeah. So it's now it's just like chaos. It's right. It's going to try to get you, but if anyone gets in its way. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Furniture is destroyed. Fires may start. Uh-huh. And now it's just slashing at your skin. God. gashes yeah. in your skin. Um, <clears throat> this is a quote from the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
We don't believe poltergeists are ghosts, but psychic energy that finds a way to manifest. That doesn't explain the intense cold spots it generates, but it may be an energy trade-off between our physical world and the psychic plane. We also believe it's psychic energy uh, because most poltergeists go away as the young person ages into their late teens and or learns how to control their emotions. So uh-huh. again, might have something to do with like yeah. literally the manifestation of a grumpy kid. Yeah. Uh, some contradictions. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they're like stage five, get out of the house. Yeah. Elsewhere on the same page, they say leaving won't help you because it's targeting you, not the right, house. Right, right, right. So you can go wherever you want, still going to follow you. Yeah. Well, then why is it so important to get out of the house in yeah, stage five? That happens maybe to get a to lot like on a, these things. A bouncy house where it can't throw stuff. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like, yeah. Get out of a place that has like weapons. Yeah, right. Another contradiction. This is a quote from the site. For spirit-based poltergeists, most of the protection and clearing techniques you'd use for ghosts would work. Uh-huh. However, these are likely to anger the poltergeists and increase activity. So <laughs> that doesn't seem like that would work very well. That's like a direct quote. However, like, don't. Yeah, this, yeah. The, or the sentence structure there yeah. is directly from that website. Yeah. It should work. It's Except, likely that when you do yeah. that, it's going to make it worse. Right, right. <laughs> oh, well, that's not much of a guide then. No. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but even still. Maybe look elsewhere. Even still, just like fascinating. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. So, yeah. There are contradictions all the time when we research this stuff. It's still so oh, awesome. I still yeah. love it. Yeah, I mean, me too. The concept of ghosts. Like, I've been yeah. dancing around ghosts. Yeah. I mean, we've only done the show for like, this is episode 18. Yeah. But like, I've wanted to just be like, I just want to talk about ghosts all the time. I find yeah. them scary. Yeah. As hell. When I was a kid. I find them scary. Well, I think that sometimes ghosts, like, you don't get many good ghost stories anymore. You know what I mean? Like, they're just kind of know. there. They're moping. Well, I think it's more than anything. Ghost stories tend to like, I know I've seen on the show a bunch. I'm like, it's, you know, pretty typical haunting stuff, cold spots. You hear things. Yeah. It's just like, there Not are a lot innovation. of common, you know, symptoms or things that happen when there's a ghost. Yeah. They don't have a lot of individual traits. It seems right. like. Yeah, exactly. So I remember when I was a kid, I um, used to imagine like, well, given the history of the world, mm-hmm. the sheer quantity of people that have died. Yeah. If all those people turn into ghosts, then this place is like shoulder to shoulder ghosts. We just can't see them. Yeah, that's such a freaky thought. So we're sitting in a room right now that's like yeah. ghosts packed in a sardine can. Yeah. It's kind of everyone's still here. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Anyway, that's Poltergeist. Yeah. Great. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Really crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, cool. Love it. Nothing that really like shocked me. Yeah. To be honest. No, I was kind so of hoping sweet. for some like deep lore uh-huh. about poltergeists. Yeah. I did see references on Wikipedia saying that like there have been mentions about poltergeist type activity since like the first century. Yeah. Wow. So cool. I mean, deep history, deep concept yeah. that, that people have created constantly. Yeah. Time after time after time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that gift. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Kristen, yours. I'm going to bestow a gift on you. You're like a big fat goose egg. <laughs> Oh, what? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so Is that good? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> um, so as I said last week, I found other cool Vermont things when I was researching Emily's Bridge. That's right. And so I'm going to talk about them. Oh, okay. William, what do you know about the Bennington Triangle? Oh, the Bennington Triangle. <laughs> Nothing. Perfect. Great. <laughs> I'll teach you. Perfect. I love triangles. Um, I put that on, again, our social media this week. Pizza. Actually, I, yes. <laughs> Some of the best triangles there are. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yeah. It's me ringing wedges, the dinner bell, but it's just a piece of pizza. Wedges of cheese. It with a stick. Yeah. Or with like a fry. <laughs> me ringing the dinner, dinner bell, but it's just a wedge of cheese, and it's just me eating it. <laughs> hey, Chris, my face when it's pizza night. <laughs> well, me on cheese night. Hey, Chris. That's me opening my mouth for cheese. That face when you can has pizza. <laughs> <laughs> this only works for YouTube. <laughs> and not even then. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Um, just picture us making weird faces. Yeah. So the Bennington Triangle is an area of southwestern Vermont. Um, it's mostly centered around Glastonbury Mountain. Okay. Um, but there are some surrounding towns and stuff that are kind of like involved in it. It's kind of a, it seems like it's kind of a vague triangle shape. It's okay. not a really hard angled triangle. Okay. Um, so I'm going to be talking mainly about Glastonbury Mountain. And it's this area where it's said that there have been UFO sightings. 
things, that they have their own kind of Bigfoot and other like weird creatures that have been been spotted around there. Um, and Native Americans considered it cursed. They didn't want to venture onto there unless um, they were going to just use it as a burial ground. Okay. Um, and also Native Americans had a totally awesome, I guess you would say, legend about the uh, Glastonbury Mountain. Which was that there was a man-eating rock there that you don't you don't want to step on. Cool. So um, there's a book called The Vermont Monster Guide by his name got cut off. His last name is Citro. Um, I think his first name started with a J. Um, no one alive has seen this dangerous anomaly on Glastonbury Mountain. Native Americans knew of it and warned people away. We can only imagine it. Imagine it as a sizable rock large enough to stand on, but when someone stands upon it, the rock becomes less solid and, like a living thing, swallows the unfortunate trespasser. A number of disappearances have been reported on Glastonbury Mountain. Could all these vanished folks have stepped inadvertently on this hungry stone? That's awesome. I know. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's totally sweet. And also, there are a few things in this that remind me a little bit of Twin Peaks. Hmm. Um, so I guess it's just basically, so also Native Americans thought it was some sort of nexus because that's where all of the winds met. So like north, south, east, and west winds all kind of converged on this mountain, they cool. thought. Um, so it's kind of funny that like there's like a nexus in Twin Peaks, and it's called Glastonbury Grove. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's just a coincidence. That's cool. Um so yeah, kind of similar weirdness. And this is even further away, but it reminded me of it. In season three of Twin Peaks, someone stands on a rock at one point that's supposed to be kind of maybe a portal or something like that. And something not so nice happens to them. True. So maybe that's kind of like the hungry stone. Yeah. The hungry stone. Is, I, did I just make that up or is it called that? No, I'm not sure. It, well, I think it's called that. Man, I don't know. I, whether or not it's called that, that's an yeah. awesome name. Yeah, totally. Stone. But like if the stone is part of the mountain. Uh-huh. Like if it eats a person, I yeah. wonder if the person ends up inside the stone or inside the mountain. Like maybe, well, maybe or rocks or in... all these like little mouths all over the mountain. Ooh. Right? Yeah, that's awesome. Kind of gross and weird. I think people think that they're they're getting sucked into another dimension in some sort of like multiverse situation potentially. Cool. Um that's that was awesome. something that came up. So part of the reason, besides just like the Indians, um, like Native Americans way, way back in the day, considering it cursed and everything. Um, besides that, there have been just things kind of not that, that long ago that have happened on Glastonbury mountain that are really, really weird and strange. Cool. So between 1945 and 1955, people disappeared on Glastonbury mountain. Only one of them was ever found. Oh, um, it's Alive and healthy? on or around. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you are. Yeah. Hey, I'm fine. Um, so like on or around the mountain, like they're either hiking or they're like driving through the area of the mountain. Oh. Um, okay. So I'm just going to tell you them to you in order of their occurrence. So the first, well, also apparently some people disappeared in the twenties and it was just kind of like a thing. It wasn't documented as well. And then 1945 and on, it's a little bit more like set in stone, documented search parties that people remember doing stuff okay. like that. So um, people had disappeared there before. Um, at one point, Glastonbury Mountain was like thriving. It was like, I think it was like a logging kind of also area. Yeah, totally. Um, they actually, I, I read that it wasn't doing that well. And then they decided because it is a beautiful mountain to make it somewhat resort like. So they like had a train, like a trolley going up there so people could kind of like tour it. But it it did okay and then really didn't do okay. So that all kind of fell apart. Yeah. And um, Glastonbury isn't even technically like a town anymore in Vermont. There, it was like D something. To, I don't remember. Like, yeah, I don't remember what it's called. Commissioned or something? Something like that. Yeah. Um, so it's not even officially a town anymore. But there are eight residents who still live in what is Glastonbury. Huh. It's just kind of a ghost town. And they like that they're set aside from everything, that they're off the grid. And whatever. They're just like living their lives in it's, it's this spooky nexus. Places like that can exist. I know. Yeah. yeah to, I mean, the thing about there being eight residents, I read that it was something that came out recently. Maybe it was like 2016 or something. But still, like, oh, yeah. you know, it's not crazy. that long ago. Not at all. Centralia, Pennsylvania. Oh, my God. Yeah. Total ghost town. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah. So um, the first person who disappeared in 1945's name was Mitty Rivers. And he was a 74-year-old dude. Um, and he was leading a group of hunters in the mountain. He was like a really experienced hunter and fisherman. And then I guess he was leading other people in there to do some hunting because he knew the area really well. Okay. 
So everything was fine at first. They stayed overnight, did their hunting and stuff. And then on the way back, he decided to, for whatever reason, like walk ahead of them. He was like, you know, follow my path. I'm just going to walk a little bit ahead. Who knows? And then he just disappeared. The, you know, group of hunters were like, where is he? And just gone. Wow. Never. We have no idea where he went. Never found his body. (laughs) No, nothing. And that's somebody who knows those trails so well. Yep. So what do you think? Like, are you more? Well, I'll get to to some theories. Oh, you do have at the end. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I. I really don't know what I think. Though because it's either like he knows the trails so well. Yeah. He could like run off and. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it though. Like all of these people who disappear, because that is a theory that people have. Is like, well, maybe they wanted to start a new life. Right. You never know, but like seventy-four-year-old Mitty Rivers wanted to start over. Yeah, and like you see, they like all of these people. Turner (laughs) and twenty-three Skidoo. Young Buck Turner. I'm starting over. <laughs> um, no, they're all like happy. These people weren't, they, their friends and family didn't, there's no inkling that that would happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's the first one. And then a year later in 1946, Paula Weldon, who was a college student at Bennington College, uh, wanted to go hiking in uh, on the long trail hike or path or whatever it's called, which is in the Glastonbury Mountain. And she asked some friends and stuff to come. Nobody was really into going. And she was like, all right, fine. Um, again, this is 1946. She hitchhiked at least once to get there because it was kind of far away from the Bennington College um, with you know no problem. And it's just that there's a trail, like people know where she was going. Like the person was driving her to the hiking trail. And I think they dropped her off. Like, I think it said like a mile or not so far from the trail. And then it's known that she was on the trail because an elderly couple saw her on the trail because once she was missing and everything, they came forward and they're like, Oh, we saw this girl. Um, she was wearing a red top, which, um, I had mentioned in the last episode that one of the legends about, um, Emily from Emily's Covered Bridge was that she was wearing a red wedding dress. Yeah. And then, you know, stuff went haywire. Um, Paul was wearing a red top. A red shirt comes in later as well. Huh. Um, so there's a superstition that you shouldn't wear a red top or a red coat if you go to Glastonbury Mountain. Because, because it's of bad luck. Cases. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so this couple saw her and then they said that they saw her kind of go around a corner. And then when they went around that corner, they said, I think they said they were like a hundred yards away from her or something. She was just not there. Huh. She was just gone. And then she was never found. Same deal. No body, no nothing. That's so crazy. Yeah. So then, and this is very strange too, it, you know, just coincidence strange, but this is all, it's very weird. Three years later to the day on December 1st. 1949, there was a guy named James Tedford who um, wasn't hiking or anything, but he was taking a bus from one place to another and he was passing through Bennington. I think it said that he was like visiting family somewhere or something and then he was coming back home or vice versa. Um, So he's on the bus and he was traveling through Bennington and people say that they saw him like sitting there at the last stop before Bennington and then somewhere between that stop and when they would be pulling up at Bennington, he disappeared. His luggage was still in the luggage rack. His bus schedule is on his seat and nobody has ever found this guy again. See, that's weird, but that one feels that's, that's the first one to be like, that's the only one that it seems likely that he maybe went to find a new life. I don't know if he went to the bathroom and then like mission impossible out of the bus or right, something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Cause that one's the only one that like, yeah, maybe there were other people on the trail with the yeah. other people that went missing, mm-hmm. but like, you know, Somebody was out of view of the others at some point in both of those they earlier had to, stories. And yeah. They could have been at the wrong place in the wrong time at that moment. Mm-hmm. Something happened. They could have He's stepped on, on a hungry bus. rock. Yeah. 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 Could have stepped on a hungry rock. Mm-hmm. But uh, this guy's on a bus with a bunch of other people. Yeah. That puts them all technically in the same place at the same time. Yeah. Why was one person arbitrarily picked? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, uh, that almost implies that there's like a rule set. Like, yeah. if, if you're, you know, if you're in that area and you're wearing red, Maybe that'll well, get he, you, but like he wasn't wearing red, or at least well, it wasn't but I'm mentioned. Just saying, no, like, I know why none of the other people on the bus. There must maybe, have been something between what he was doing, and what they were doing. Maybe all the him. other people on the bus were pure of heart. Maybe, and he wasn't, or vice versa. That's such a dark way to look at it. To be like, <laughs> well, he probably did something to get himself disappeared, or vice so. versa. Maybe right. they were all not pure of heart, and he was. And the mountain was like, we need this energy. <laughs> You, <laughs> um, 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 you. Um, yeah. You're so <laughs> pure. <laughs> then the next one. This is. I mean, they're all sad, but this is sad. Um, it was a little boy. It was an eight-year-old boy. Mm. I also don't really understand this story. Um, he went with his mom in the car, 
And the mom left him in the car while she went to feed some pigs. <laughs> I did not find elaboration on this. I mean, I guess farms. I guess. It just wasn't elaborated on, which is weird. T-shirt. Yeah. Pig on it. It says, I guess farms. I guess farms. Mark. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, so she left him alone for an hour. And when she came back, he wasn't there. He was wearing a red shirt. Never found. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I know there's some speculation that like pigs ate him. Come on. I know. She So, well, I mean, she I, was feeding the pigs at the time. <laughs> but I guess there were other pigs around and and pigs aren't picky eaters was one of the things that I read. So if he like somehow fell of natural causes and then pigs were around, they would have just eaten him. I know. I don't know. <laughs> like without it to the point where you're like, where could he be? <laughs> you know, like there's not, there's not like a sight of carnage or a screaming. No, <laughs> like I know. Pigs just cleanly eat 100% of you. Well, in uh, Hannibal, <laughs> I don't know how clean that was just because I didn't show it on camera. Cordell. I didn't see a thing. Pigs are eating me, Cordell. <laughs> um, and then the last one this is very interesting. I mean, they're all interesting. I'm trying to make a joke about the silence Cordell. of the lambs and the loudness of the pigs. Oh, <laughs> but it's not coming. God, it will never. Come. I don't want it to. Thinking about, will never arrive. Never mind. I don't want. Okay. Anyway, so um, <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. Um, and so then the last one of this group uh, from forty-five to fifty was Frida Langer, and I'm going to preface this by saying that she's the only one whose body was found. Okay. And then I'll tell you why that's very weird. Oh. Um. So she was camping with her family um in the mountains. And she and her cousin decided to go for a hike and she slipped in a stream and no, nothing. She oh, just got wet. Okay. And so she was like, oh, I'm going to go back to the campsite and change my clothes. I'll catch back up with you. And he was like, okay. And so I guess he was like waiting around for her and she never came. So he went back to the campsite and they were like, she never, she never came here. And, um, so then over the next two weeks, five searches were conducted, um, using aircrafts, helicopters, which are like the same thing. I guess they meant like planes, um, and 300 searchers just like combing the area and they didn't find anything. Yeah. And then seven months later, her body was found in an area that had already been thoroughly canvassed when they did all of that. But she was, the state of her body was such that they couldn't tell where her cause of death was. Oh. So like somehow it ended up back there. It was not there. They had searched that area. That's yeah. Yeah. I mean, all right. Grizzly, grizzly theory. Yeah. Animals. Yes, I know. That's one of the theories. And it's not like animals just like take you to one place and go like, all right, you stay there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, I met, I forgot to mention, um, a part, a part of it. I think <laughs> there are no animals in the woods. Oh no, no, not really. It's just that there were two, she was too decomposed to tell the cause of death. Not that there was like no sign of anything on her body. That's what I thought for a second. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they just couldn't tell her cause of death. Cause I, I guess maybe she was like a skeleton practically. Yeah. I mean, or yeah. time mm-hmm. and being like out in the elements yeah. and animals. Yeah. Like that's a real thing where they're yeah. just like, well, it's been too long. And like, that's like the whole, I mean, sounds of the lambs again, where they're like, well, you're underwater and now we kind of can't tell everything. Right. But like, what do you think about the animals like that they just drag her back to that spot or something well but that's saying it like as if it's like something that they specifically wanted to accomplish no that's not even what i mean like do you think that somehow animals like i don't say without meaning making it sound like i think the animals did it on purpose like (laughs) they already searched her let's bring her back but like i don't think they knew that but like did somehow an animal drag her back to that area is that what you mean maybe she was maybe she originally like fell down a thing Uh and was unconscious yeah and that's why nobody could find and then her. And just she like an animal out. dragged her whole body back to, I mean, they, it could be, but it's, just, it's weird. It doesn't, it's a definite theory, but it, it doesn't sound that plausible to me in a way. I know. I only Like it's a complete it, body. You know, it's her whole body. It's weird to me. I guess, but here's the thing. The yeah. alternative is something paranormal happened. Right. And I want right. that to be true for a lot of things. Right. But it's like, I mean, this is like a sad story about a lady that got lost in the woods and stuff. Like yeah. she could have, she could have. Started like trying to find her way back to safety mm-hmm. at some point, and then so she wasn't in the search area anymore. Yeah, and then she circled back around. She's lost mm-hmm. and and died yeah. due to the elements, or like yeah, maybe an animal attack. But it would have been after people had already searched for her. Some, you know, like, yeah, no, I know. Like there are there are things that aren't outside the realm of 
possibility. Seven months? Well, Even if they feel it's unlikely. Like, it's not like at seven months that was like when they put her right. back because they right. found it seven months later. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Like, just because they're unlikely. I guess mean for some reason. Not, oh, completely. Yeah. But I guess for some reason it was in my mind that like it appeared there seven months later. That's not the case. Right. They found it seven months later. Yeah. Um, so, theories about what has happened with all this stuff basically. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly. Who knows? You know, who knows? Um, If you're being logical, yeah, it's not like they got lost and somehow they haven't been found or animals, you know, ate them to the degree that they couldn't be found, you know, sad. Um, The, you know, the scary theories or supernatural series or that um, aliens abducted them because there are a lot of UFO sightings around there. Are there? Uh, Yeah, I said that in the beginning. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I guess it's not something that I associate with Vermont, (laughs) you know? Yeah. All right. Just what are Ben and Jerry up to there? <laughs> we make this <laughs> creamy delight to appease the gods from the sky. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, alien abductions, um, you know, them being sucked into another dimension, the multiverse, them somehow living in the same place, but just in a wrong timeline. Cool. Um, I came across stuff about, you know, how there are some scientific theories about how like all times are all together Yeah. right now, you know, so that kind of thing. Um, Did you know that that's like a big theory about The Shining? Uh, I don't, I don't know that I didn't, I didn't really realize. I think I want to talk. I think I want to talk about the shining. Like, oh, like I would the love to. Theories about oh, okay. The let's, yeah. Let's see. So, yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll save it. But yeah. like, this is a big one. I'll yeah. just say it. Like there's a big thing about Jack Nicholson appearing in an old photograph in that movie. Yeah. And everyone like for decades to my awareness has been like, well, <laughs> no one really knows that. <laughs> I know. It's like a cool shot to end on. Yeah. But like all that stuff about like, you've always been the caretaker. Yeah. Know? Yeah. There's something. Yeah. He's existing in all timelines at once. Yeah. Like the yeah. ghosts in that movie are not really ghosts. Uh-huh. You're just like all the timelines right. are happening. Are merging. Once. Yeah. So I he know that. existed in the twenties at some point during the course of the shining and was in that photograph. Yeah. Like that's what it is. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Yeah. <sighs> I love the shining. Um, so yeah, paranormally things like that. Um, so yeah, people wondered if maybe, you know, at least some of these people, probably not, obviously not the kid, but, um, we're just trying to leave their lives behind. Yeah. But all of them by all accounts were like happy people who didn't seem like that was something that they would be inclined to do. Right. Never know. But, um, another theory that doesn't really hold water is that, was there a serial killer who targeted them who worked in that area? From you know for that five year period, yeah. But they're so varied in age and sex; it's like all over the place. And serial killers usually have kind of a thing that they yeah. like to follow a pattern. There's like no pattern there, um, but it is. And another not theory, but it's just a weird thing about it is that they all went missing from October to December, only in that period. Yeah, that's weird. So it's just a weird story. That is really weird. Yeah, that's interesting. What's it called again? The Bennington Triangle. The Bennington Triangle. Yep. Cool. Yeah, it's totally awesome. Glass and I'm not kidding. Mountain. I really, I really enjoyed triangle stories. There's another one, the Burlington Triangle in Massachusetts. That's super cool. That I'll definitely do sometime. Remind me why there's a triangle in this story at all? Is it because mountains kind of look like, like a triangle? <laughs> no, it's just that, like the the area of where things happen. I guess is triangle shaped. People were in my research. They're like, it's kind of a loose you know, idea of what a triangle is. Cause actually the stuff that I said, isn't the whole story of the Bennington triangle. Okay. There are other weird things that have happened in surrounding towns. Okay. Like there's, um, on the Bennington college campus, there's a mansion. Um, I didn't, I started to go into it and then I was like, eh, this seems like a weird divergence. So I'll just like not do it. But, um, there's a mansion that's supposed to be haunted and it was the basis for Shirley Jackson's book, the house on haunted Hill. Oh Yeah. Um, so just, there are weird things in towns around there too, that are part of the triangle. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, otherwise it just sounds like I'm aware <laughs> a, of the Bermuda a mountainous triangle. triangle. Well, but also it's like if people disappear in something mm-hmm. in a particular area, it's like the Bermuda triangle. Yes. And it's, we'll call it another triangle. I wonder if that's part of it because like I said, people were like the triangle-ness of this. It seems to be marketing. Iffy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> more totally. than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. But it works for me. I mean, Glastonbury Mountain sounds cool. I know. Right? Like just being like the tale of Glastonbury Mountain. Yeah. It's, well, it is its own thing. It's definitely the biggest deal of stories in the Bennington Triangle. Yeah. Okay. So it kind of is more than anything the Glastonbury Mountain. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any people out there that uh, are in Vermont that know these stories? Like that's one of the things that I'm curious about. One of our. Well, well yeah. Well, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Michelle, who submitted the. Um, Kind of, you know, submitted the thing that gave me the idea for the story last week. Yeah, we got we got a message from a listener that was mm-hmm. showing us a local sort of like yeah uh, a weird like a haunty landmark. spot yeah. yeah where they live, 
And uh, she started to tell the story of like what it's supposed to be. It's this grave that has mm-hmm. a weird engraving. I'll do a little research on it. We'll get more in depth on it in a future episode. Uh-huh. But like my thing was immediately like, tell me the story as you know it right now. Do not tell me like, oh, like the research yeah, on it. Like here's a weird thing in town. Yes. Tell me the story that people pass like through spoken word only. Yes. It says, I thought you were talking about Michelle still. And I was like, no, different. Yeah, I know. I know. Now I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. You know it what was I mean? uh, like, I, Christy, I think. Was it? I think so. Like, I only want to know. Yeah, like what people say about it. Yes. Yeah, totally. And then, like, then the Just other, the, like, researchy stuff can follow. Yeah, but, the like, word of mouth talky stuff. It's so exciting to be like, well, this is what people say. Yeah. Um, I feel like those are usually the stories that, like, they get condensed down to the point where they're so freaky. They're, like, perfect. Oh, yeah. No, it was Kristen. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. It was Kristen showing yeah. a, a gravestone yeah. that says that Lily E. Gray was the victim of the beast. Six six six. Oh, we have to look into that. That's yeah, we crazy. do have to look into that. Thank yeah. you for sending that. Yes, Kristen. thank you. We love when you send us stuff like that. Seriously, I had my whole two topics of episodes from yeah, for sure a listener sending stuff. So thank you, Michelle, and also guys, if you want to give us any hot tips yeah please do yeah especially like like a dog weird. with a bone once i find something cool yeah especially like weird f- local folklore yeah and if you if you do have something like that i mean do whatever you want but like <laughs> the thing that i would love to hear most is like this is what people say about yeah it. yeah me too not like i went online and found out right. like mm-hmm. all the facts i want to hear yeah i want to hear yeah, it as if we live in town and yes. somebody's like you don't know about old boot hill right <laughs> like Wait, what is old boot hill uh I don't know, but it's something. Well, I came up with a joke instead of a real answer. Okay. You can uh, give me that. I, but it involves... <laughs> I'm Google it. I'm not going to say it. It's stupid. Uh, it's uh, what you're thinking of is top of old boot hill. Yeah, what is but that? But be careful. There's quicksand. Yep. Okay. That's, That's the old Will prospector. Ferrell as an yeah. old prospector on SNL. And yeah. a sketch that got cut. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. A crime. <laughs> yeah, it was a crime. Uh, but yeah, send us your weird folklore. Yeah, seriously. In the weird folksy storytelling way. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, sweet. I think that's it. We out. That's it. Yep. For another scary episode of Guide to the Unknown. That's right. From here, if you want more of us, well, there are 17 <laughs> previous episodes. Go listen to yeah, them again. You can have that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you enjoyed this show, please go out there and tell your friends about yes, it. Please. In any way, shape, or form. That might be an iTunes review, mm-hmm. five stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be sharing the YouTube video, commenting on it, hitting the like button. Yep. It might be writing blog posts, mm-hmm. uh, tweeting about the show. Yeah. We love that kind of stuff. Whatever way you like telling people about things you like, if you could do that, but about Guides to the Unknown, we would appreciate it so much. Yeah. We so got a comment you. on one of the YouTube videos. Now, granted, the YouTube version of the show is yeah. like the little brother uh-huh. of yeah. the thing. Like the main thing that people do is they listen to mm-hmm. it on their phones and stuff through podcast yeah. apps. We're everywhere. Yeah. But so the YouTube videos, they don't get that many views. Yeah. And so one person <laughs> commented on one of the videos. It was nice. Uh-huh. Okay. But they, they wrote like, how come this has like no views? <laughs> oh, that's, I mean, that's, yeah, no, it's not. Nice. Right? It's like, like a combination. Yeah. It's a combo. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, well, wait. wait a minute. But, <laughs> but wait, did they say like, hey, this is good. Why doesn't it have any views? Or maybe they were just like, why do you have a video up that has no views? Well, I would even put this online if no one's going to watch it. <laughs> Seriously, maybe that's maybe they didn't mean it nicely. I distinctly felt like the implication was this is really good. How come no one's watching this? I hope so. Too bad. Yeah. Too bad these videos barely get any views. Ew. That's what David said. I actually don't think that's nice. <laughs> why? Oh, it's like too bad. Kind of. Yeah. See, I, 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 maybe I was being uh, uncharacteristically optimistic at the moment, being like, it is too bad that this doesn't get more views. I, I like don't, I, it's fun. I don't know. I don't think that that's... Uh, it's just a sibling yeah. duo telling scary stories every week. If, if you're the person who left that and you meant it nicely, let me know. But, Will, my gut is that that isn't nice. Oh, who knows? From <laughs> us here to you, David. Yeah. Thank uh, you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Please share this show. Please. We have fun getting spooky. We don't barely have any views. <laughs> oh, other ways you can help the show. Yeah. Go to patreon.com slash GTTU pod yep. to sign up for a monthly little mm-hmm. 
send mm-hmm. us a tip. Yep. You can also do the thing you did. Venmo. You can Venmo us a tip if you like at GTTU pod. Yes. Mm-hmm. At GTTU pod. Mm-hmm. Funny you should say that. It's our handle on the internet. <laughs> it's everywhere. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow mm-hmm. us on Twitter and on Instagram. Yep. Uh, Kristen shares a bunch of awesome stuff. And yep. every so- time I see something, I feel lazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I, don't share I really enjoy doing it. And guys, I don't want to toot my own horn. I share some really cool stuff. I share awesome stuff. I think Kristen. you should follow us. Like legit awesome. I stuff. know it's really cool. And it seems like people really enjoy it. I know. Yeah. So I'm glad that makes me want to keep sharing it. Yeah, make sure yeah. you follow those accounts. You'll see everything that Kristen shares. Yep. You'll broaden your spooky horizons. Yeah, because Kristen is an awesome curator of spooky material. Yeah, and you'll be notified every time there's a new episode yeah, coming out. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, uh, you can also... Actually, there's an Easter egg to a future topic and something that I posted this week. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. that's interesting. For yep. eagle-eyed yep. followers. You just have to guess, kind of, but there's something that I posted about that I think I'm going to do next time. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. You can also follow us individually yep. online if you'd like to talk to us and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm at Chillin' Kristen on Instagram and Twitter. I am at Haunted Sponge. Spongy. Uh, all right. We'll see you next week for another terrifying episode of this show. That's we'll right. Sit back down and get spooky on a microphone. Mm-hmm. But until then, getting spooky on you. We must travel back to the netherworld. Go away.